0: What's good, what's the deal, all right, let's get these lights on, bust a couple shots for Big Papa, pow, 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 what's going on, it's Friday y'all, we in here, buddy I'm I'm a little busy, what's going on beautiful people, my name is Kasabian Lavo, welcome to the Kasabian Lavo show, we are in here, in here like swimwear, You heard me? What's good? How my mic sound? My mic sound nice? Mic check. One, two. What is this? Yo, yo, yo. All right, we good. We good. Pow, All right, yeah, we great. Let's get into today's wonder fundle of a show. Can y'all hear that? I think so. Can't believe that. Can't do that. What's going on? Y'all ready? Let's get into today's show. Let's I'm I'm irritated. I ain't gonna lie. We're gonna get into it. We can listen to today's music because it's my music. Uh so y'all y'all can enjoy this. Um I don't like I just don't like stuff. Being irritated right before the show is probably the wrong thing to do with me. But I digress. Let's listen to the tunes of Xavier Lavo. Should I cut my mic and just let myself sing? What's going on? Y'all good? What's up? Loner, where you at? Can y'all hear that? You know what I'm saying? Hey yo. Why? Wow. <laughs> Homie, don't play that shit. <laughs> eh? What? Got my queen uh. <laughs> we can set it off. Oh shit, my bad We got to adjust that. There's too much desk in the camera. What up, boy. <laughs> That's what the grandma I had to struggle. I ain't like the bubble. always <laughs> some trouble. around playing music. See around playing Oh man. It's Kasabian. Kasabian Lavo one. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. And that was me when I was a rapper. I guess I'm still a rapper. my name is Kasabian Lavo. And I'll be your host at the Kasabian Lavo show live from Las Vegas. My son is throwing me off, but I am your host with talent on loan from God. Yes. It's only borrowed time, folks. It's Friday. All right, hold on, because this shit is getting out of control. Hold on, hold on. <sighs> shit. Fucking Christ. Sorry, y'all. All right. It's Friday. Let's have a good show on Friday. We got a couple things to talk about. We're gonna jump into Jim Carrey quitting his whole career. Uh we'll talk about some Vegas news as far as uh this club. Uh what was it? Chaos? I think it was, it was Chaos. It was the Palms. Whatever happened at the Palms. Enough. Bro, my child. He just doesn't understand that right now is just not the time to send me five million. Alright. I'll have to take my watch off. I just want to get the show done. Alright, word. Hold on. Watch off D&D. Bro. <laughs> This is what happens when you go live. Dog. Don't text me to tell me that you're gonna do it. Yeah. (sighs) All right, y'all, I'm frustrated. Before we start the show, I'm getting real sick and tired of my child's school. They don't do shit to like protect my child. And as a parent, you know that we're going to have to step in and take care of our children when shit like this occurs, especially when it comes to white people taking care of our kids that aren't white. And this white privilege shit is going to keep going and it's going to cause an issue. I'm going to remove my child from this fucking school because if this continues, it's going to be, it's going to be a problem because if five little girls want to try to jump my daughter, we got some cousins and, and, and I know you got a husband, you see what I'm saying? And is that where we got to take it? Y'all gonna stop picking on my baby. I'm gonna tell you that shit. Y'all gonna stop picking on my motherfucking baby. And I'm just tired of talking about this shit right before my show. But it's Friday and these little punk ass kids think that this shit's a joke. And these goofy ass white people think that, oh, they don't matter. That's what it is, bro. I'm not here to play. Like, I live in a very affluent part of town. And unfortunately, it's real white. And these white folk don't get it. And I don't like being around these motherfuckers. I believe wholeheartedly in, in segregation, especially by choice. It's my choice to be segregated. I don't wanna be around these type of motherfuckers, bro. God damn, bro, like dead ass. Nah, bro, I don't play that slap shit. These hands come close. I don't do that shit. I don't like that, bro. It's corny, it's corny, it's corny. It's It's white privilege. Respect me and respect my babies like white babies. Cause y'all don't understand English. Respect me like white people. Respect my babies like white people. We don't play that shit, man. I'm sick, I'm just over it, bro. It's a school full of grown ass fucking pussies and I ain't here to play with these fucking punks, yo. Like, because I ain't the one. Bro, I ain't the one. All right. Let's get to today's show.
1: A few moments later. Let's
0: reset the show. My bad. My bad. Can y'all hear this? Hell no. My bad. All right. I went to my doctor's appointment. We'll jump into that. We'll talk about Jim Carrey. We'll talk about Cascade. Remy Ma. Is she a hater? Is that really a thing? Can I say that? Joe Rogan wants to quit. A lady's using sheep to, to clean up some solar stuff. They're solar sheep. They're like aliens. We'll talk about the alien sheep. Then we'll talk about um, Facebook lying on TikTok. Facebook has literally been running ads saying that like the most terrible challenges are TikTok challenges. Come to find out, it's bullshit. Facebook got caught again. Make some noise for Facebook sucking ass trying to shut down everybody because they're falling apart. Uh, we'll talk about this DUI story in a second as well and Apple's new pricing and why I find it interesting because this might actually be the one that works. Uh, so my doctor's appointment, it's been fucking me up all week. Y'all know that um, having heart problems. Well, you know, we've talked about what's going on and, and, and my heart being f- just, man. <sighs> man. Man, man, man. My heart condition is unknown until the heart specialist, right? But everything else came out good. So, like, I don't mean to scare y'all. I'm just still pissed the fuck off at these goofy ass crackers, right? Because I'm I'm really tired of these motherfuckers. Um, oh, I'm so tired of these motherfuckers, dog. They playing with my baby, dog. I don't like that shit. Don't play with my baby, bro. I will shake the world for my baby. Do you understand what I'm saying? I will shake the world for my baby. Um, Anyway. So the heart issue is still unknown, but everything else came out great. And then my doctor said something that fucked me up. And I want to talk to y'all about this because I didn't realize how bad it was. My doctor said that in 15 years, I'm the first patient that she's had that doesn't have herpes. What the fuck? Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. But she was like, yeah, like at all. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck you mean? Like at all, yeah, I don't got that shit. I'm clean. Thank you for verifying. But she was in shock. So, did my doctor discriminate and think I'm a hoe? (laughs) Is that what happened? Was it because of my handsome good looks that she thought that I'm just out here just free dicking the world? No, I'm very stingy, ma'am. I'm a married man. What's wrong with you? It was just so strange. The way she said it was so much like she was so happy to say it. Anyway, that was weird. So far, so good, though. Now let's see what the heart doctor says. I still have pains and shit, but we in here. And we're going we to make it work. I read the story, but I didn't want to like get too deep into it because it's sad because it's Friday. but let's do all the sad stuff in the front and we'll get to the happy stuff in the end the way our producer loner set us up. Um, a girl gets pulled over for DUI. She's young, 21 years old. She's a little tipsy. Tipsy. Two police officers pull her over, two of them. They get a call that there's a wrong way driver headed their way. They need to go take care of it. They allow the young lady to keep going. They didn't take her out of her vehicle. They didn't take her with them. They proceeded to stop the wrong way driver. They pull over the wrong way driver. Moments later, a car comes barreling down the freeway. Hits not only the officers killing them, but also killing the wrong way driver. As well as the young lady that was DUI. Literally 10 minutes after they let her go, she ended up cleaning right through them. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. It's just not it's not the thing. <sighs> it's not the thing. Having a podcast is like having a bunch of friends that you tell way too much shit to. But it's just really getting sickening, y'all. And y'all the ones I come talk to, y'all know that. I don't care. It's frustrating being a daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like people really really play with your with your fatherhood when it comes. Honestly, my my biggest beef is is just <sighs> All right, let's get into the show. Let me just stop. Uh, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, shut the fuck up. I told y'all on Wednesday that I was more interested in watching the divide in public opinion from married men to single men and then white people. And it didn't change. All white folks said the same shit. He should go to jail, call the police. Chris Rock didn't want to press charges. Everybody's shocked. Jim Carrey said he should have sued him for $200 million. No. Fuck that. You burn this motherfucker every chance you get. Chris Rock is going to make more money by monetizing jokes and talking shit about this forever. As opposed to going to court or making this a legal issue where Will can shut him up. If Will threatens to make him stop, it fuck him. <laughs> no. You threaten to make me stop, then I'll sue you for $200 million. I suggest you just shut the fuck up. Like, Will doesn't get this one. And dear white people... Dude, we don't need the police for everything. Nobody's going to take your side. Y'all are crazy as shit. That is crazy. 200 million dollars. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> that shit. That is wild. Who saw? Uh. First off, where's Peaches? Who saw Franklin? I mean, Snowfall. But oh, man. I. I Frank, I was laughing because I said, damn, they can use some of 50s input on Bel Air. And now I feel like they might be using 50's input on Snowfall because there's no more story to tell. And it's gotten real power last season where 50 got burnt and then escaped and he wasn't dead and he came back to life. It's starting to feel like that. Ever since Franklin flew the plane, I knew shit was going to be sketchy. But look, the Tiger thing, I let it go. I let it go. It's just bad TV. I understand. The Tiger happened to miss Franklin and also and just hit the one dude. Okay, great. The, the the tiger snatches just the owner's leg at the right time. OK, then the shooting, then the CIA agent. I mean, it's like everything is so like, what the fuck? Last episode was really good. It really was. It's getting better. Can we get away from the shenanigans and maybe write a better story? If y'all don't have no more story to tell, whoever's making it up, they're not doing a good job. John Singleton isn't here. He had more hands on with it. You're going to need people from that cloth and that elk to tell more stories to further along this, this this show, or just let it go. Like, there's really no point in continuing to drag it. It's a great show. It could have ended last season perfectly fine. This whole idea of, of now making shit into, like, I don't know. It's clown shit, right? I don't know, man. Buster shot for that boy Franklin one time. You know, they was out there doing their thing, but it's just weird. I don't... <sighs> They can do better. I want them to. Please. Please do better. Hey y'all, uh, I was I wanted to ask, is it too bright? Should we go back to like the more moody light? Or should we keep it like this bright and uh and lit up? I don't know. I kind of want to go back to the little moodier light. What do y'all think? Let me know in the comments. Do we switch over to more moody light? Uh, and then we'll see where this whole snowfall shit goes. I'm I'm really interested because. I'm invested bro When Unc was like I'm tired of this life And I can't wait To go back and change my shit And he went and pulled up to the hood And like kicked it with the homies Like that shit was dope bro I like Unk I think Unk should have his own goddamn show I wish we would've known the motherfucker. <laughs> Yo Shit you scared the sh- Hi son Hi I'm live Hi Say hello Hi hello. Introduce yourself Say my name's Saving Lavo Hello. Say my name's Xavier Lavo. One. Wow. Say it.
1: Wait, wait.
0: They Look. see you. Say I'm Xavier Lavo. One. Wow. What's going on, beautiful people? No, no. Yeah. No,
1: no man, I just see that thing.
0: That's because you're live. Hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Say what's going on, beautiful people. You gotta introduce yourself. Look. Oh, buddy, it broke.
1: Yeah. We. <gasps> I found
0: it. Wait, it's a loader and a steamroller? Yeah. That's weird. Okay, I gotta get back to my show. You're not gonna say what's going on, beautiful people? No. No? You're not gonna say it's saving lava wine? No? Yeah. You. Do then uh, I'll. Okay, I gotta, I gotta go, though. Okay? I love you. Come here, give me a kiss. I love you. You gonna say you love me? What do you want to do? Are you want my rock star? Get out! Go! What are you doing? My bad.
1: A few moments later,
0: I think my son has been the star, boy. My son has been uh has been the star of the show now for like the past four episodes. He just been. He's been running the studio. <laughs> it's his world. Let me tell y'all, I stop for my kids. There's nothing in this world that keeps me from my babies. There's no thing, no thing, nada, papi, don't tiende, no thing, nothing. My kids want to talk. My kids are having a long day. My kids text me. My son calls me. Whatever it is, yeah, I'm gonna tell them to chill because he's fucking around. But if they want to come see dad, then they're gonna see dad, and we're gonna have to stop the whole show. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh let's let's get back into this. I, I do apologize, but it's my show. I can do what the fuck I want. We own it. That's the good thing about owning it. We don't be working for no fucking You know what I'm saying? No mother. That's why I got that button. Cause I ain't out here to be playing. Oh shit, I should blur my mouth. <laughs> Y'all Yo, forgot you supposed to go like this and then say bad words. Like, bro, you can All right, all right, let's get back into it. Is Remy Ma a hater?
1: A few moments later,
0: she made a comment about Doja Cat. She made it seem as if Doja Cat wasn't a rapper and Doja Cat was more of a singer or a pop star. I'm highly offended that she would think that. Doja Cat has literally said that she wants to put out a hip hop or a rap album, excuse me, like a rap A side and a B side singy, songy side. There's no artist talking like her. There's no artist making music like her Doja cat in my eyes is the future of las vegas entertainment if you pay attention to what she's doing her music is worldly she's not american she is from africa has different roots and her style is very very unique unfortunately for remy ma you you know uh, flattery um what's the what's the proper how do i describe this i guess the best way to see if you are good at what you do <clears throat> Damn, I got a whole call button. My bad. I guess the best way to see if you're good at what you do, you would have to have people that imitate you. Unfortunately for Remy Ma, that's not a thing. She doesn't have that. Like there's no there's no like Remy Ma stands that rap like her and move like her. Now, Nicki Minaj is something else. Nicki Minaj is my top 10 rapper. She's on my top 10 list of rappers. So when you hear Doja Cat, she obviously has Nicki influences. Even if she doesn't say, I don't know if she does or doesn't, but you could tell that. Yo, bro, the way Nicki did what she did was amazing. Remy Ma was just a standard rapper. Nothing wrong with that. Remy Ma got bars, but the shit she said about Doja Cat shows that she might be better, And that's okay. Remy, we love you for what you did. We don't want you to keep fighting with these new girls. Just let it go. This one ain't for you. Don't hate on her. She's the dopest fucking one out in my eyes. They should be putting the money they put on fucking um Thee Stallion on her. That's 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 on, that's on, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Let's get into today's stories. The first one's from Complex, and it's about that boy Joe Rogan. Now Joe Rogan's been dealing with a lot of controversy. First, it was like seventy-two doctors that had nothing to do on a weekend and all came together and wrote a fucking letter to fucking Spotify. Then it was um. Uh, who else? A bunch of fake journalists that had a problem with him. Some dude with purple hair at Spotify that didn't like him. It was so many things back to back to back. Then the N-word reel came out, right? I think... Who put it out? Because she said sorry. <laughs> Let me not put her in this. Let's just say... the N- I got hiccups. The N-word reel came out. And it's been dragged. And I think now Rogan feels like he has to tiptoe, Right? He's trying not to, but in the back of his mind, I'm sure he feels like he has to watch out for what he says. In one of his recent shows, and I heard it and I was like, damn, I don't know if I believe him or not, but Complex got a decent pull here and we'll go into it. Uh, Again, it's from Complex. Joe Rogan recently confessed that he would quit his podcast if he started to feel like he was walking on eggshells. MMA fighter John Barrett, what is it, Barnett, admitted on, okay, hold on when Rogan does fighter shows and our podcast shows is are the fighter companion shows, right? Or the MMA fighter shows. So these guys don't really get into like the cool Rogan shit. If y'all not Rogan fans, there's so many people that listen to Rogan. Do I need to describe Rogan to anybody? I doubt it. This is like 30 million people a week. Yeah. Y'all know who Rogan is. Uh, admitted on Tuesday's episode of the Joe Rogan experience that he worried about speaking freely because certain listeners would go through every single one of his statements with a fine tooth comb. Rogan casually assured Burnett that they would adding there's more people pouring over it, but it's the same thing. I do it the same way. I don't think so. I think he's changed it up. Rogan went on to tell Barrett that if he ever got to the point where the JRE becomes something different, he would walk away from this lucrative deal with Spotify. If I become something different because it grew bigger, I'll quit. If I get to the point where I can't do it anymore, where I have to do it in some sort of weird way where I walk on eggshells and have to mind my P's and Q's, fuck that. I'll quit. That's a strong statement from Rogan after making 300 million off of Spotify or probably probably more at this point. Does Rogan have a point like our freedoms get taken from us and that's one thing and hatred, you know, should not be allowed, but mistakes are mistakes and then people, you know, are forgiven for what they do. When 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 do we stop reverse looking for shit like we can't keep doing it, right? Do we change how I have to approach how I do shit here differently? Because I know if I say the wrong thing, there might be an issue, right? So I try to watch what I say without causing too much controversy. But then you need to be controversial to get people to listen. Does Rogan do it on purpose? I don't know. Sometimes I think he does. Sometimes he doesn't, Um, which is, I don't know. It's weird to think that Rogan does all this shit and it just flow. It happens. Like, I want to say he planned some of it. He's a comedian. He writes everything. Will he quit? I don't know. Where would he go? And then what would he do? Go back to YouTube? That's a fat ass bag too. But YouTube's gonna chop his ass up worse than anybody else. I don't know. Uh,
1: a few moments I gotta, later,
0: I used to hitting that. So, hackers stole just about six hundred million dollars from a blockchain network. We're gonna talk about it. Bloomberg: Hacker stole about six hundred. Oh, okay. About 600 million from a blockchain network connected to the popular Axie Infinity online game and one of the biggest crypto attacks to date. Crypto is scary when you don't understand it. I tell you stories like this so that you know what's going on and you know how to protect yourself. Uh, computers known as nodes operate by Axie Infinity maker Sky Mavis. These are all giant words I've never read in my life. And the Axie DAO, DAO, is that like, I've heard that before, but I don't know what that is that supports a so-called bridge software that lets people convert tokens in ones that can be used in other networks were attacked with the hackers draining was known as the Rony bridge of 173,600 ether and 25.5 million USDC tokens in two transactions. The breach happened on March 23rd, but only discovered Tuesday. According to Rony, the blockchain that supports Axie infinity, uh, man, they hit the whole. I should have really went through this story. I saw it a couple days ago when it happened. I wasn't too invested in it. This is scary. Um, but let's continue. The attack is the largest to show that bridges are often rife with problems. The computer code of many isn't audited, allowing for hackers to exploit vulnerab- vulnerabilities. Uh, it is often unclear who runs. And OK, this is interesting, too. And exactly how who does run all this shit because I've never understood that either. We probably should have done this in pre Uh, identities of validators who are supposed to order transactions on bridges are often shrouded in ah, shrouded mystery. And yet there are thousands of bridges out there and they move hundreds of millions of dollars with the crypto Uh, in quotations. The fact that nobody noticed for six days screams out loud that some structure should be in place, which, ooh, what word is that? It'll take what Elitic. Transfers? I don't even know what that means. And Wilfred Dwayne, head of security... of <laughs> This whole last shit is not meant for me to read. I'm good. They call it the Roni heist. Underscores the security concerns that plagued the wider market for decentralizing financial or DeFi protocols. Some $2.3 billion was stolen from DeFi platforms in 2021. Holy shit! A jump of 1,333%. From the year before according according to a tweet from blockchain I don't understand technology and old shit gotta mix is the only way that's gonna work right like the nerds got a great idea. now we just need a couple of rules because there's no fucking way we're allowed to lose two billion dollars because of shitty work. No like what? You see, everybody got mad at the government when they stopped the the GameStop shit. Billions of dollars were being lost from police and school pensions. You kind of need somebody that's being an adult sometimes. Like, that's crazy. That much money came up missing, and it took almost a week, a business week, to be discovered. That's fucking amazing. Amazing. So, solar sheep, what are they?
1: a few moments later
0: i gotta get something else for that that's a lot better than that so if y'all got any ideas shoot them my way solar sheep are the way of the future 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 put the echo future future okay they're not but farmers in canada apparently lose their land to solar panels all the time and then they have a lot of issues because they don't use their land or get to utilize it for what they were using it before as much as like as far as grazing excuse me as far as grazing and letting their chattel roam about uh goats sheep cows etc etc things this that and the third now these giant panels they move throughout the day so they do cause and create shade but nonetheless there's an overgrowth of grass which is a fire hazard because of all the cables and all the things that are going on if that grass happens to dry out And it's a hot day it might cause a fire causing catastrophic disaster so how do we take care of it and not emit more gases into the air with lawnmowers and shit and 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 make it dirtier so if you see where i'm going with this they're using sheep to eat the grass around the solar panels now i was gonna read the story but honestly it's just a bunch of malarkey about how this farmer lady has mad land and got solar panels put on her shit by the government and then she had to go through all her animals because she said cows are nosy they love to go look at shit, and they like to scratch on shit. So she was like, we can't have them over there. They're going to fuck up the solar panels. And she was like, goats like to jump on shit. They're going to jump on a solar panel and start fucking them up. So, bow, sheep. The sheep go around her 250-acre property cleaning up the grass. And they kind of work really good. Like, if you have a front yard that's decent sized and you do have a goat and your car isn't around for the fucking goat to jump on, a goat will literally just go up and down like a lawnmower and kind of keep your grass even all the time. So that's what these sheep do. They roam about. They knock down all that tall grass. They keep it low. They keep it healthy. And it avoids fires. They're not using lawnmowers. It's like natural with natural. I mean, this is like the greenest shit we've ever read. So when you hear about the solar sheep, just know that you heard it here first. The Sabian Lavo show. Buck a shot for the solar sheep because I thought that shit was dope. I just don't think reading her story is as dope as as it is because it just looked cool. But it's corny as shit. Apple switching the game up. I read about Buick doing this a couple months ago and I don't know where it landed, but if Apple does this, I can see myself jumping on this. Apple's now offering a subscription base for their products. Not like the one you get with your phone bill, but more of like an overall Apple subscription. And apparently this is going to be the way of the future. So just a little background story of this. This is actually some type of uh, payment plan that Harvard came up with, like a, a way to make money and and continue to grow and get more people and not affect them as much, but get more money for them in the longer term and the secure money, meaning because it's uh like withdrawn from their accounts, you can damn near count on that money every month, right? So when I was younger, I was always asking how do I make money? How do I make money? The one thing I was told it always stuck with me and I still have not figured out how to do it is subscription. Yes, OnlyFans, uh Patreon, things of that nature, those those like boxes Anything that you can have a subscription based model will make you a millionaire and make you wealthy beyond your belief. It's just, it's, it is what it is. So, uh, let's get into Apple and see what they're talking about because Apple has a shitload of products and I know everybody wants the new shit, but who wants to keep paying these crazy bills for these phones? Like, I honestly haven't paid a full iPhone off in two years because I just got, I'm over it. Every, every, bro, they fucked me with the, with the 10 or the X when it was $1,400, $1,500, and the next one was a thousand. I'm like, okay, y'all playing games, right? Anyway, this came out of Inc.com. Apple recently announced plans to sell iPhones and iPads on subscription basis. In an ongoing effort to increase its $365 billion revenue, it is looking not to lure customers in with its latest enticing features, but using Harvard psychology of consumption to (laughs) deploying. Yeah, it was bring the family today. My bad. (laughs) Got the dog and the baby. Leave me alone. I'm a daddy. I'm a whole daddy a Harvard psychologist of consumption to deploy strategic pricing. The concept is that getting customers to commit a lower rate over a long period of time will retain more customers and rake in more revenue in the long run. This is great. Like if you have a business and you can structure it in this fashion, pay attention. This is a big deal. In other words, it's not about customers pay or even it's not about what the customers pay or even what customers pay for, but how customers pay, They make it simple. (laughs) Excuse me. It is an investor's dream that would inherently drive revenue up while locking down customers. But in the case of Apple, it is a unique audience. It might be the one left paying the price. The problem is that Apple's failing to match pricing strategies to consumer behaviors. As Apple attempts to give its consumer base what they want, it overlooks why the cult-like following actually buys it. It's not that the latest phone will change their life lives excuse me compared to the next iphone model it's the thrill of the race of the exclusivity that comes along with owning the latest apple device which is fomo They runs off of fomo but at this point you're locked in does apple grow any bigger or just continue to kind of coast and then what changes in the phone game i think phones are pretty much tapped out but let's finish this article uh apple devices in doing so it's being a uh, it's beginning to dilute its key selling points which may later erode revenue. Is anybody exclusive with the iPhone anymore? Like, let's be, I'm going to get it. I don't give a fuck what it costs. Like once they offer the whole Apple music, your two gigs or five gigs of space and blah, blah, blah for $30 a month with all your shit. Sign me up. Uh, Granted, the idea of paying for your phone in smaller monthly installments may sound familiar. After all, carriers such as Verizon introduced years ago in response to the increasingly expensive cell phone prices. For example, Verizon sold the BlackBerry Pearl for $199 in 2006, one third of the price of the first iPhone the following year. Again, this sounds like a great idea. And it sounds like they're just trying to figure out how to pretty much take over their sector in the best way possible by taking care of the customer apple has a great customer service reputation they definitely understand how to take care of their customer there is no more exclusivity with the iphone there's so many of them and the price is a little outrageous to say that we're just gonna pay more for more exclusivity. like what more could you give me i have everything i want now just give me quality drop the fucking price or give me a great monthly like if you put me at four thousand dollars a year for eight phones two iPads and, and whatever the fuck else, bet. Even computers. We go this is like our third computer for this studio this in the past 2 years. So uh a few
1: moments later. Meta,
0: meta, 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 meta. Not no la meta, meta. no así en español, güey. No mames, la pinche meta Facebook, güey. Está valiendo pura riata. Uh Facebook is is doing some sheisty shit. I don't know if you realize this, but in the past like year, every challenge that has come about has TikTok tied to it. Haven't you wondered why? Let's bust a couple shots of TikTok and bust the long ones on for them because TikTok is popping and, and I enjoy my social media time over there now because Facebook is very fucking depressing. So there was the Hit the Teacher TikTok challenge, there was the Rob the School TikTok challenge, there was all types of TikTok challenges and all this other shit that never happened. It actually all originated on Facebook. Come to find out, Facebook actually hired a firm to help them make TikTok look bad. So let's get into this. And it comes from the Washington Post. This is gonna be fun. Facebook's parent company, Meta, is paying one of the biggest Republican. This is awesome, one of the biggest Republican consultant firms in the country to ostracize it to excuse me, to orchestrate. Why I say ostracize? It's to orchestrate it, shit looks like it says ostrich. That's what the fucking looks like it says. Uh, to orchestrate a national-wide campaign seeking to turn the public against TikTok. Well, good luck, Mark, because nobody thinks that. The, the campaign includes placing op-eds and letters to major editors in major regional news outlets. Made... Let's try this again. The campaign includes placing op-eds and letters to the editors in major regional news outlets promoting dubious stories that allege TikTok trends that are actually originating on Facebook and push to draw political reporters and local politicians in to help take down these big competitors. This is funny because they were just doing this shit the other day at a school about fur babies. Have y'all heard about that? Hold on, let's pause this story. Did y'all hear about... Oh shit, my bad. Is it good? I don't know. It could be... Oh, we're hacked again. <laughs> How bad is it? It's... Okay. We're better now. My bad. Uh, so, have you guys heard of Fur Babies? Just real fast? Okay. Apparently, this teacher was told that kids were asking... Well, kids weren't kids anymore. These kids want to be Fur Babies, so they dress up like cats and shit. And they want litter boxes to go to the bathroom. And then if they didn't get their litter boxes, like they were basically going to accuse the school of uh, harassment or some shit. with abuse? Anyway, this is a real thing. It came off... Facebook and trickle down into a teacher's pocket. That's what Facebook is doing now. They're basically using politicians locally just to cause all types of ruckus to keep parents afraid of TikTok. It's not going to work. It's not going to work at all. It's honestly, it's very funny. Uh, employees with the firm targeted, <laughs> I'm not going to get the names of where they went. Uh, maybe it's not a good idea to read all that. Damn. There's a lot of names. Yeah. Okay. So damn, they did that too. Okay. Put it like this. Mark's plan to shut down uh to shut down TikTok isn't going to work. Uh although it seems like it might work, it's not going to work. People are over Facebook. Facebook is for old people. If I when I look at my analytics, Facebook puts me in like every wrong place on purpose and it doesn't make any sense. I see my analytics everywhere else. If Facebook put my analytics where TikTok did or where YouTube did, we'd be in a different space. Like it's just it's pathetic. Like I have 50 and 60-year-old people liking my post when my posts are about news of today that kids and young adults alike would want to listen to. But instead, you promote it to fucking 70-year-olds in the middle of the country. Beyond me. Vegas is getting a, a hotel. A hotel. weed-friendly. Yes. We're finally getting a cannabis hotel. The former sex hotel. <laughs> what? I kind of... But the uh artisan is the, is a sex club. It used to be. It was. It's dope. Been there a couple times. Had a couple shows. Good fucking place. Good people. Uh, let's get into High Times magazine because obviously High Times would be the best place to get this from. Last week, Las Vegas-based commercial real estate and developing company, the Siegel Group, announced that it had completed the sale of the Artisan Hotel Boutique to Pro Hospitality Group for eleven point nine million dollars. Alex, risky, risk, risk. The owner of the Phoenix-based Pro Hospitality Hospitality Group told the Las Vegas Review-Journal that he's planning a $3 million renovation of the 64-room hotel on the Sahara Boulevard at the Interstate of 15 near Las Vegas Boulevard. He said that when the regulations are in place at the state and local level, he will make the artisan a cannabis-friendly destination for tourists in the city. Not legal yet, but it's there. It's getting there. There's a lot more shit going on behind it. But Planet 13's got some shit coming. They got some shit coming. But this is awesome. This is a lifestyle boutique hotel. That just means there's gonna be a lot of sex going on in there and all types of just nasty shit. But it's okay. The Seagull group acquired the Artisan Hotel in 2019, transforming the location into one of the most well-known and visited boutique hotels in Las Vegas. The company said in a statement about the sale. That's a great way when you make up the statement. That shit ain't true. The hotel gained a loyal following among locals, tourists, and boutique enthusiasts who were drawn to the local eclectic design and hip, intimate atmosphere, the company wrote. Excuse me. The unique hotel contained a bar lounge with a popular after-hour scene, a restaurant, a wedding chapel, and one of the few topless pools in town. That's not true. It was like 35 million fucking, uh, uh, 30 million fucking topless pools in Vegas. I appreciate you, my boy appreciate you yeah bust a shot yeah and that's it today y'all i appreciate y'all appreciate everybody in the chat thank y'all for letting me uh letting me vent i didn't want to i had some other shit to vent about but we'll do it on monday uh i'll be going live now the way that we do on like tiktok and shit on here so if you catch me on a random it'll be off the phone the video looks like shit but like loner called us the other day it's still up there my daughter putting makeup on me and shit and we're just trying to be more personable with the people i think that i'm probably even though i give a lot during the show maybe y'all don't see me enough off the show so uh, fuck it i gotta go buy a car on saturday well i hope we'll see if they got it and we'll see if uh, the deal goes through if the deal goes through i'll be talking about my new fucking car because i'm excited bust a shot for my new car and y'all that is all my name is sabian lavo Thank you. My name's Xavier. Live in the moment. Don't live in the past. Be safe. Stay dangerous. Lavo loves you. Wine.